Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Combed Education Podcast. Let's talk hair. My name is Anna Nelson. I'm your host, fellow hairdresser of 20-something years, long time. Um, and um, my God, guys, this podcast for me is A, a passion project, and B, it's like my way of contribution to this industry. So I have to say a big, huge thank you to all of you who listen, who download, who support. Um this, like I said, started off as a passion project and I'm still very much passionate about it, but I love that you guys are so excited about it too. So to all of you who share, to your friends, um, I appreciate you. The more people that hear what I have to say, the more my goal of inspiring and empowering this industry through my learnings happens. So y'all are helping me out. Okay, so I want to talk about something today that is not science or chemistry related, Um it's not really like salon or technique related. I want to talk, this is kind of, I guess, would fall into like the category of mindset-ish. Um, and I want to talk about what to do when you mess up. Like really, so you fucked up, right? So you messed up. Now what? Um, I have to preface it with this. Messing up has happened to the best of us. The educator that you look up to, the six, seven figure year hairdresser, Everybody fucks up. Shit happens. Hair is a very unpredictable at times, but incredibly nuanced canvas. Techniques are a dime a dozen. And sometimes what we think is going to happen versus what actually happens are two different things. Hello, overfoiling, losing all dimension. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, me too. Okay. Chemicals and hair color can be unpredictable, especially if you're not fully grounded in your line. And then sometimes we fucking have off days. Shit happens. The point here is it has happened to the best of us. At one point or another, we have messed up, okay? The truth is though, the only way to fully learn anything is through failure. I know it's a fucking hard pill to swallow, but it's the only way. It's through failure. So the main difference, this is always my opinion, guys, and you guys, if you have been listening for a while or if you've been following me for a while, you know I say this. Take what works, leave what doesn't, okay? So my opinion, the main difference between a successful colorist um, versus a non-successful colorist, whatever, is this thought of how failure is perceived and how it's corrected. I use the word perceived, okay? Failure, we label it as failure. It's just something that happens. The story we create around it and how we perceive that failure and what we believe about ourselves because of, quote, failure is going to determine how successful you're going to be in your career because you're going to mess up. And if you let it mess with you, it's going to be a really hard career for you. Okay. Um, so in typical Ara's fashion, I want to offer some perspective on how to handle a mess up situation. Before I get into like the what to do, I want to very clearly articulate what not to do. This is all from personal experience. Okay. If you mess up, in any way, shape, or form, you have to understand that no matter what, it is on you to correct it. This is called being a responsible colorist, hard pill to swallow. 
but you fuck it up, you fix it. Period, end of story, okay? Even if the mess up wasn't directly your fault, it's still your duty to correct it at no cost to the client within reason. Like if they DM you or message you three months later, like, no, goodbye. Um, but I give my clients seven days. If there's anything off, if there was a bleeder, if there's the tone is off, whatever, you have seven days, I'm going to fix it. Because that is my name on your head, walking around to your board meeting and walking around to the grocery store and walking around to your family function. And I need to make sure that's perfect. So I give them seven days. I will always correct it. Um, so I want to talk about what not to do. Number one, do not ignore it. Sometimes it could be something that we may deem as small, right? And think, meh, the client's not going to notice it. And you're right. They may not notice it. However, Pointing it out to the client and offering to correct it will do way more for your integrity and client retention than you could ever imagine, okay? Um, you got to call it out, dude. If you see it, even if it's in the back of the head and the client's never going to see it, what if they do? And they know that you saw it because you blow dried their hair and you didn't say shit about it. Hmm. That's an integrity issue. So don't ignore it. Call it out. Say you're going to fix it. Tell them what went wrong. Do you have extra time today? I need to correct this one little spot. Oh, I got a bleeder. Let me just don't ignore it. It's an integrity issue more than anything else. Number two, do not blame the client. I've seen this happen way, way too often where the colorist gets a bleeder and then you blame the client saying like, well, you kept moving or you were talking on your phone and my foil slipped. No, no, mm -mm. it's your job. It is your job to tell the client to stop moving or bring AirPods to your next appointment, whatever it takes to ensure that your work is solid. I will straight stop foiling if a client is on the phone. I speak very animated. My hands move, my head moves. So if my client is like me, I'm not touching your hair until you're done. And guess what? That uncomfortable awkwardness where I'm just standing there waiting for them to finish. I'm like, oh, hey, let me call you back. Right? So I'm not going to blame them. I know that their head is moving. So either I stop it or I stop the appointment until they're done. I'm not gonna blame my client because they were fidgety or they were moving or they had too much freaking tomatoes and that's why their head hair turns red. Like, no, it's on me, okay? Number three, do not charge to fix it. Do not charge to fix it. If you use the toner and the tone was off, do not charge the client a small fee to do a second toner. That's on you, baby. That's on you. The misformulation is on you. The client should not have to pay for it. I'm sorry. I know I'm going to get heat for this, but like there's integrity at play here, guys. And so, like I said, differentiating between a successful colorist that has integrity to just the colorist, right? And if this ruffles your feathers, that is not my intention. I'm just offering perspective and my opinion. If you charge for it, am I going to judge you? No. If you ignore it and don't tell your client, am I going to judge you? No, because I've done that shit. I have done that shit. So just know there's no judgment here. It's just like my mission, inspire and empower this industry through my learnings. What have I learned to help make sure you don't make these mistakes? Take what works, leave what doesn't, okay? So don't charge to fix it if you mess it up. Now, let's say client wants to be a brunette, right? And you matched her inspo pick, everything is great. And then two days later, she's like, no, 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 no. This isn't what I wanted or this is, I don't like it. That is now a color correction. You guys had agreed on something. You delivered what you agreed on and she changed her mind. You charge to fix that 100%.
But if they got what they wanted, what you guys agreed on, everything is perfect. You don't charge to fix it. If the tone is off or if one layer like on the side is a little higher, you just fix it. Just fucking fix it. Just fix it. Okay. Lastly, do not become a master salesman. God, I have seen this so many times. Um, I have done this so many times. Convincing your client that it's going to be fine. Oh, you just got to wash it a couple of times. It'll be okay. Or convincing it's, it's exactly like the photo when you know it's not like the photo. Um, just trying to be a master salesman and convince them that, no, 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 this is great. Let me show you how great it is. When you know it's not. Like that is a very sure shot fucking quick way to lose a client. Been there, okay? If you overtoned, fix it, fix it. But if you don't want to and you want to tell them it'll be fine in a couple shampoos, because most likely it will be, that's okay too. But I would fix it. Okay. So you messed up. Now what? Okay. I want to share a few scenarios of what to do um, when you have a mess up situation. So let's say, for example, problem, a technical mess up, right? Something like a bleed mark or your root melt didn't blend as well, like it's a little splotchy or like it's not as seamless. Um, or maybe you missed a spot. I did that recently, missed a whole ass spot on the back of my client's head, like literally two weeks ago. Um, maybe you overfoiled and it looks too solid or something that requires like a technical, You it was a technical mess up, okay? Here's what you can do. You acknowledge the issue with your client right away, right away. You could say something like, hey, I'm drying your hair and I see that, insert the problem, whatever the problem is. I don't love the way it looks and I want to just fix it. I want to adjust it. Do you have time today or can we schedule some time in the next seven days so that I can refine it? And this obviously would be no cost to you. Then you make the necessary judgments so that you feel 100% with the final result. So there's a bleeder. Don't ignore it. Don't blame them. Literally just offer to fix it. Hey, as I'm drying your hair, I noticed this. I don't love it. I'm not vibing with it. So can, do you have time today? Can we fix it? Can we get you on the books? Like, I, I got to fix it. I'm not going to let you walk out like this. Okay. Okay. Uh, problem number two, let's say maybe your formulation was off, right? Maybe your toner was too dark or I don't know, the root melt is still a little too sheer. Like I've done that before where I'll formulate a root melt and I'm using like a liquid color, for example. And like, it's just too, it didn't blur. It's just like not, it wasn't cute. Right. Or maybe the gray coverage didn't quite cover. Right. Um, something that requires you to do another formulation and another application. What do you do? Again, acknowledge with the client right away, right away. Say something like, hey, the color didn't quite turn out the way I wanted to. It's too sheer. It's too reflective. It's too opaque. It's too whatever. This is what I'm seeing. It's too this or it's not enough of this right? Do you have an extra few minutes so I can adjust it real quick? This is where guys like 10 minute color, your best friend, I am telling you, Magic 10 has saved my ass more than you could ever imagine. So do you have an extra few minutes so that we can fix it and correct it? Then you make all the necessary adjustments that you need to fix the problem. I hope you're sensing a theme here. Okay. So here's another problem, right? Let's say the client loves their hair when they leave. And within a few days, you get that text. Hey girl. There's something that they're not into, right? Um, and like I said, this is going to get tricky, but I, I shared with you what I do and I'm going to reiterate it, right? 
it's important that I do tell my clients, you have seven days, seven days to let me know if there's any changes that need to happen, any issues, I will fix it as long as it's in the scope of what we discussed. I mean, we agreed upon during your consultation, I will correct it, no charge. Again, my name, your head matters to me, okay? So if it's a technical problem, let's say they wanted more, more dimension and it's too solid, I would add some low lights. Let's say the color is off if it's too light or too warm, especially based on what they originally wanted. I'm going to correct it. If I wash my foils out too soon and they're at a level eight and a half instead of a nine or a 10, that's on me. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix it. Um, let's say if they change their mind and they don't like the tone. Mm, no, that's on them. That's on them. That's on them. Like you told me you wanted to be a brunette and now all of a sudden you want to go back to blonde. No, thank you. You told me you wanted to be Auburn and now you're like, mm, I want to be chocolate. No, we agreed. You loved it. We were great. I will fix it if it was within the scope of what we agreed on. But if it wasn't and you're deciding to change your mind, there's no free ride here. I'm so sorry. Love you. Boundaries enforced. Does that make sense? Um, and I think like, just to kind of side note it, this is why consultation is so important. Um, you have got to be 100% clear and on the same page with your client before any chemical is mixed, before any foil is placed, before any formulation is considered. You have to be on the same page. I tell my clients that we will do a 20 minute consultation if we have to. Because I'm not mixing up shit unless I know you and I are on the same exact page. Color, cut, everything. Are we on the same page? Cool. Now I go mix, right? Um, this way, there's no chance of miscommunication with a client. And that way, like, if a few days later they don't love it, it's on them. Like, that is not your problem to correct for free. You can change things around. But the only, this is, like, literally the only scenario that I will charge for a redo is if they change their mind. And even then, like you guys, the types of consultations I do with clients, especially if it's like dramatically changing, we're talking it out. Like I need to make sure, are you doing this because you're getting a divorce? Are you doing this because you're angry? Like what, did you just decide to do this this morning or have you been planning it? Like we get to the root of it to make sure. Because I did that once I had a blonde client. She wanted to go red very early in my career. I made her red and it was fucking fire. And then a week later, she's like, I need to go back to blonde. I'm so sorry. My husband and I are getting in the divorce, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, this is not going to happen. Like this is bad. So, you know, it's, it's on us too. Um, so there is a theme here on what to do when you mess up. And it's really very simple. Number one, acknowledge the mess up. Number two, take full responsibility for it. Number three, correct and adjust the problem. Number four, do not charge the client unless what we talked about. And then number five, move on knowing that your client will appreciate your honesty. They will. I am telling you, like, this is why, and, and this is my experience, the majority of my clients have been with me for over almost two decades. I'm honest. I'm upfront. I tell them when I fuck up. I tell them when I like it. I will talk them out of things if I don't think it's going to look good. But still, I let them do what they want. Um, but it's just taking responsibility. It is taking just, just responsibility for what happens behind your chair. I hope that this was helpful for you, just know that oftentimes, if the problem is with formulation going sideways, um, that's usually due to us not being fully grounded in the science and the chemistry of what we do, okay? Um, if you've been around for a while, you know that I have an online course shop. It's called The Fundamentals of um, Hair and Hair Color, and it is an online course with a hands-on component to it, 
go at your own pace. There's, I think, 18 or 19 lessons. Every lesson has a hands-on activity with it. And the purpose, the purpose of this course is to help you understand the science, the chemistry, the artistry, and the rules of hair color. This is not technique. This is not like, oh, fun, cool shit to know. Like this is getting your foundation rock solid. So that when there is a formulation issue or when there is something that kind of goes wonky, like you can correct it, no problem. You don't need to go on Facebook saying, help, this client's in my chair right now. What would you do? Like, you don't have to do that. You can, but you don't have to because what's in the fundamentalist course shop is going to set you up for success to be a fearless formulator. Um, you can go to combededucation.com slash fundamentals to check that out. Um, I mean, I think it's amazing. I'm biased, obviously, but I think it's amazing because a lot of us think, oh, I'm not into the science or I'm not into the chemistry. I just want to do the artsy fun shit. Cool. Yes, same. Me too. But if you don't have that foundation and understanding the science and the chemistry, your work can't be as great as it really can be. Like you're missing a foundational piece. Um, and oftentimes my students will tell me like, fuck, I didn't know that I didn't know that. Like I didn't real, I thought I knew and I didn't. I'm like, I I know. So comededucation.com slash fundamentals for you if you choose to embark on that journey. Um, as always, guys, happy hair coloring. I'll see you next week.